Welcome to High Vibin' It with your hosts, Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. Are you ready to make the most of your life, manifesting your inner desires while living a more aligned, inspired life? Start here. Now, here's Kelsey and Lindsay. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Show number two. We're super excited to be with you guys here today. And we are talking about manifesting, which is like one of our favorite topics. That's basically my jam. Also, basically Lindsay's jam. So yeah, if you're new to the show, I'm Kelsey Aida. I'm an inspirational author and blogger. And some people would call me a manifestation coach. So that's one of my things, an expert. Um, I help people manifest things. And Lindsay, go ahead. I am a hypnosis uh, coach. You know, I help people realign their subconscious minds and get what they want uh, by going deep into their subconscious minds and figuring out what's not working for them. So, uh, yeah, it's very, very fun. And this is one of the biggest reasons people uh, seek my services or, you know, Kelsey's services. They just they have something they want in the conscious mind and they just can't seem to get over the hump and they wonder why manifestation doesn't work for them. So let's correct that today <laughs> and tell you why it can work for everybody. This is a no fail formula to, to figure this stuff out. Right, Kels? Yeah. So today we're sharing our formula that we use to manifest anything. So whether you're trying to manifest a really fulfilling romantic partnership or your dream job or something just simple and fun like a car or maybe your forever home um, you can manifest anything from like an actual physical thing to a really important big life experience yeah. so today we're going to go into the actual three steps that you need to do in order to manifest anything and it's pretty much no fail formula so if you can follow the three steps then you'll be good to go it's just a matter of time as to when your manifestation is going to show up in your life can I ask a question for those people that might not know? Uh, yeah. Since you are an expert, what the heck is the law of attraction and why do we need to care about it? Why is it a thing? Yeah, this is a good starting point. <laughs> <laughs> so let's back it up and go to the basics. Page one. Page one. The law of attraction is basically a universal law that states that like energy attracts like energy. Because I'm energy, your energy, experiences are energy, everything carries a vibration. If you can match your vibration to the vibration of what you want, then the law of attraction will bring you two together. So that's the basic premise. Um, some people look at it from a more spiritual lens and they say, whatever you ask for, Forward, it will be given like you can think of it like the universe is blessing you or God is blessing you this is a lot of the reason why prayer works um, it's a form of manifestation but if you're not super spiritual and woo-woo, everything that we're talking about today can also be explained by quantum physics even though quantum physicists don't really necessarily understand everything that's happening in the universe they do understand that the law of attraction is a thing because like energy attracts like energy and so, yeah, basically, we use the law of attraction to manifest or materialize our desires in this 3D world, in our physical reality. And I want to be clear, too. That was perfect, by the way. This, that this isn't necessarily some switch that we're helping you to turn on. We're helping you hone your signal that you're already sending. I mean, we're bringing stuff into our lives, whether we know about it or not. Um, agree? Yes? Yes, totally. everyone is the point of attraction to 
everything that's already happening to and around that includes all the negative stuff that might be going on as well so it's kind of freeing uh to take not only responsibility for the stuff that's already happened to you that you might not be so okay with. And on the flip side, you also get to take responsibility for every single good feeling, good emotion, good experience, good manifestation that you've ever experienced in your life. Like you're the boss, you're the driver, you're the only one in the driver's seat. Um, these are just the, the ways that we've been able to use pretty consistently that we've realized over <laughs> years of trying stuff works the best. And this is the way that, you know, the quickest and best way that gets you feeling good and gets you bringing that stuff that you actually want in your life into your life. So this is so much fun to talk about. Let's get going. So should we, should we hop on step one? Yeah, but there's two things I wanted to mention. Go for it. So the first thing is, this is not just like mine and Lindsay's way to manifest. Like this is like the way, like we're not the only two people who were like, (laughs) oh, we discovered this amazing thing. Like, no, (laughs) this is what people talk about when they talk about the secret. Like if you guys watch the secret on Netflix, that's one of the big documentaries that put manifesting in the law of attraction on the map as like a more popular thing to do. But we're just super into deliberate creation, living your life with more intention. And honestly, like I really want everyone to have everything that they want. The reason that we came here was to experience this super awesome, blessed, full, creative life. And I truly believe from a spiritual standpoint that because God is the ultimate creator and we are from God, that we are like little gods, we're like God separated into 7 billion pieces. And so we have the same creative abilities. Would you agree? Yeah, that's fantastic. I love that. We're just a bunch of little gods running around guys. (laughs) But we're not little, we're just pieces of God. So if we put all of us together, like that is God, all of us and everything. I don't necessarily like to think of God as like this higher power as religion teaches us. Because it's more disempowering to the individual like you have to bow to this god and god is only going to grant you things if you have good karma and like no 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 it feels better to me to know that i am a part of god i'm not just a child of god but i am a piece of it or mercy or whatever you believe but the other thing i was going to touch on was that not only is this like the best formula ever. And we use, we use it to help all of our clients and students and stuff. But also like, this is a way of life that you've been living. And so we're just going to teach you how to do it more on purpose. Yes. And before we dive into the how, one last thing, Lindsay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I know a lot of people are going to go straight to this question because when we say things like you create everything in your reality, the good and the bad, mm-hmm. Of course, the um, argument would be, well, I didn't create my lack of finances. I didn't create the bad things like the traumas that I had in my childhood. I didn't create something really terrible like my son dying or like whatever. Like I didn't choose those things. So why do they happen? You're just you're just hitting me with the hard stuff, huh? (laughs) No. Okay. so and I and I do like this question because it does tend to. Mm, rub people the wrong way when they have to take responsibility for the bad stuff. Sometimes. Uh, For me, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) And that was it. I just flicked my hair and I just went on with life. And I was like, okay, here we go. Rub my hands together. Let's get down to business. Now I know. Now I can do something about it. So no, we're not saying that you created the death of a child or a loved one. Of course, that's not what we're saying. 
What I am going to say until my last breath is that there is a reason why every single thing happens in your life and in everyone's life, and it is only to make you a better person. We don't get to always know why. We don't always get to know how. And for frankly, it's none of our business anyway right now because we're in human bodies that probably couldn't comprehend the reason how anyway. But uh, <laughs> so... Yes, there are bad things that happen, of course, of course, of course. But if you look at it from a from a perspective of how is why is this happening for me instead of to me? Just change that one word in the sentence. How could this be for my benefit? How could this teach me a lesson? And don't, you know, expect to have the answer in five seconds because it could take you years before it makes sense. It could take you years before you have that aha moment where it's like, okay, if that didn't happen, then this couldn't happen and this couldn't happen and I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, and, and, you know, to touch, to touch on the less dramatic parts of it, you know, my lack of finances, for instance, I would say in a way, whatever you are feeling about money is going to be your experience about money. This is what I work with almost exclusively in my practice at the moment is people who have uh, not so great of a relationship with money as they would like to have. And so we examine that. What is your relationship with money? Let's establish and figure out what that is so that we can make it better. And most of the time, fear comes up, apprehension comes up, stress, worry, all of these uh, feelings that you don't want to have when you think about money. You know, you don't want to worry. Uh, so then we kind of work on shifting that to what if money was your best friend in the whole world? Just what if? What if you felt the way about money as you do about your best friend or a loved one? And that in itself, your feeling about it changes the signal you're sending and therefore changes what comes into your life. Yes, that Period. was very well said. I know that was a super hard question, but I just wanted to go there right off the bat because there's always going to be those people. That. Well, I didn't manifest this. I didn't ask for this. I didn't want this. There's no way I could have created it. And another point I want to touch on as far as my answer to this question goes is there's two points of attraction that you have. You have your like human point of attraction, yes. but also your soul. Oh my has gosh, its I'm glad you said agenda. that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes your soul is the one who's manifesting these really hard uh, circumstances or mm-hmm. misfortunes or um, experiences where you're experiencing lack or contrast or the opposite of what you want because it's for a reason of your growth. Your soul always wants to grow spiritually, personally. So it's preparing you for what you want or it's teaching you a lesson or it's making you a better person or it's helping raise your vibration through the pain. So the soul has its own agenda, which I have learned this definitely like the real life way in this last year because like, I would consider myself a manifesting queen. Like when I ask for things, they usually come. And when they don't, I feel like it's my soul being on this other page. Like, girl, slow it down. You need to learn patience. You need to learn this. You need to learn that. This contrast is actually helping you to become a better manifesting teacher because I realize what causes resistance, what lets go of it, blah, blah, blah. So just know that, yes, you create everything sometimes from your soul, sometimes from your mind (laughs) and sometimes they're both aligned and then magic happens (laughs) and that's the best that's definitely the best yeah okay good well I'm glad I'm glad we got I can't think of any more devil's advocate questions so um, they'll come (laughs) they're coming (laughs) so we're gonna get started with step one and then in a few minutes we're gonna go to break and then come back and just dive right back into it yeah perfect okay 
You want to start with step one? You want me to start with step one? I'll start. You go. So step one in the manifestation process is something that sometimes happens automatically and something that you can do on purpose. And that is to ask for what you want, to set the intention for what you want, or to even just choose what you want. So this is when you do the work that looks like vision boards or journaling or um, visualizing things. This is when you're choosing what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And you're declaring to the universe, this is it. I want this relationship that feels like this. I want this career that feels like this. I want in general to feel like this. It is my intention to manifest this thing. Mm -hmm. That's always the first step. And why I say that sometimes you don't have to consciously do it is because we're constantly asking for what we want, whether we know it or not. Every time we experience something that we don't like, we ask for the opposite. And like Abraham Hicks says, we send a rocket of desire into the universe that tells the universe, this is what I really want. So if you experience a really shitty relationship, for example, for years and years and years, and maybe it's a little bit abusive and you're not getting your needs met and it's really horrible, you're sending all these rockets of desire. Like, I want this beautiful, harmonious relationship where I'm treated the right way and I'm loved and I'm cherished. And so without even doing it on purpose, you're already asking for that new thing. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. And I want to just just preface this. We're going to talk about Abraham Hicks a lot probably in the show because he's he, she, they are amazing, amazing, amazing. And so if you don't know, if you're not familiar, just YouTube Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks, and then just you go down the rabbit hole. Listening. Yeah, just go down the rabbit hole <laughs> of amazing, wonderful feelings. It is just so good. So yes, you're right. Every time you experience something you don't like, that is what they would say in contrast to what you want. Uh, you're actually by default sending a message of what you actually do want. But that actually... I want to, when probably when we come back from break, I don't know if we have enough time right now, but I want to talk about how to ask because that is just as important as not asking at all. You want to word it correctly. You want to have your intention set in the right way so that what comes to you uh, is exactly what you intended to come to. So uh, we are going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to dive right back into how to ask for what you want and manifest anything. We'll be right back. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success? Do you feel like you're constantly in the cycle of trying, failing, and starting over again? If outdated limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, hypnosis might just be the tool you've been looking for. Go to lindsayrobinson.com for more info on how to get your subconscious and conscious mind working together to achieve your goals and align your mind with success. That's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y Robinson.com. If you're serious about raising your vibration and feeling better, self-love is the fastest way to get there. Not only is it the best way to feel better, but it's also the fast track to manifesting all your desires. Kelsey Aida has created an entire online video course to walk you through the process so you can finally realize your divine perfection. High Vibe in it. Listeners can get a special enrollment discount with the code High Vibe. 
Visit RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com to get started on your self-love journey today. That's RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to High Vibe in It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to high.vibin.it.show at gmail.com. That's high.vibin.it.show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey guys, it's Kelsey Aida here, and we are back talking about manifesting. And we just started touching on step one, which is to ask for what you want, set your intention, or in other words, choose what you would like to experience. Yes, and we just left off with um, how to specifically ask for what you want. So, one, let's just get this out of the way real quick. Um, the universe, God, whoever you are sending your intentions to, um, I'm going to say the universe a lot because that's just my personal, how I look at it. But the universe does not know negatives. It does not understand what you, when you phrase something like, I don't want to be stuck in this relationship. I don't want to be broke. It does not hear the don't. It doesn't hear no. It doesn't hear can't. It only hears the main parts of what you're intending. So you have to phrase it in a way that is a positive. So instead of, I don't want to be stuck in this relationship anymore, I want to find, or I'm finding my true love, or I want to find my true love or, or somebody that's compatible with my needs and, and can give me those things. I want X, X, X amount in my bank account, or I want this much every week. Um, that's important. You can't, you really shouldn't be putting in negative, any kind of negative connotations. Uh, and that's, that's probably the most important thing about how to ask, unless you have another important one. That's mine. <laughs> no. Yeah. I totally agree. Don't like when don't. you're asking for what you want, you have to ask for what you want, yes. not what you don't want. And you have to be careful that your words aren't asking for what you want and your energy is still focused on what you don't want. Right. So for example, how this works is you think you're asking the universe for what you want, but really you're just affirming that you don't have it yet. So there's a lot of resistance inside of you. So, no so if I you need. say, for example, yeah, if you're like, oh, I'm desperate for a million dollars or I need this new job because I hate the one that I'm in. Like if you're justifying your desires, you're spending more time focusing on why you don't already have it yep. and the things that aren't working as opposed to what you would like instead. Yeah. It's hard for humans, isn't it? <laughs> it's, yeah, because the mind is not programmed to focus on the positive. It's actually right. programmed for survival to focus on what's missing, what's wrong, what do I need, how do I fix this problem, which is like the opposite of what you want to do when what's it comes to the law of attraction. Yeah, because there's this innate need. I know I've lived with it my entire life. You need to feel prepared for the worst thing that could happen. So with my plan A... I also need a plan B, plan C, plan D, all the way all the way to the end of the alphabet because what if, what if, what if? So it's going to be challenging when you're new to this. 
sometimes even when you're kind of seasoned to not play the the what if game and not like go negative and not not make your desperation or your need for it bigger than how good it would feel to have it. And that's kind of where we need to go with it is focusing on how it would feel. Attach an emotion, an ideal emotion to how you want to feel in that situation and just cling like heck to it and just make it bigger and make it stronger and really feel it throughout your whole body. That is going to give you the practice you need and to make it easier and more comfortable for you to move towards it rather than tiptoeing because you're afraid. (laughs) Yeah, that was really well said. And the reason why we haven't given our step one, just one word, none of our steps just have one word because there's lots of different ways to explain them. But we say that in the first step, you can call it asking for what you want. You can call it setting your intention, or you can call it choosing what you'd like. Because Sometimes if we just say ask, like a lot of law of attraction gurus and experts will say, just ask, believe and receive. Like those are the three steps, right? But to me, when you say asking, sometimes it feels like you're asking the universe for permission or it's like more timid, whereas choosing or setting an intention are more empowered ways to get what you want. When you ask, it's almost like you don't feel worthy or you don't feel deserving, which is not the best place to start off energetically. So if asking feels good to you, then you can try and think of it like you're asking for what you want. But if you're really stepping into your queenhood or kinghood and stepping into your power, then you want to think of it as you're choosing your next reality. You're setting your intention. Yeah. You're not just asking because you don't need to ask. You're already worthy. Here's how to know what kind of person you are. When you're at a restaurant, do you say to the waiter, can I get the, or do you say, I'll have the, that is a great way to decide and figure out which type of person you are. And that brings me to the metaphor. I love this metaphor. I don't know where I heard it, but there's this metaphor that when you're placing your intention with the universe, they call it like just ordering, placing your order with the universe. You If you're at a restaurant and you're ordering food, you don't expect it to happen right away. You know, we get so impatient when we make uh, an intention into the universe or to God or we pray for something. We get so impatient. We're like, okay, well, it must not have worked because it's not here yet. What do I do? What do I do? How can I how can I make it get here faster? When think of yourself in that restaurant, you wouldn't be going back to the kitchen and being like, hey, waiter, is there anything I can be doing to make this happen faster? No, you don't do that. You sit there and you wait. And sometimes you get mad because you have to wait a long time, but you would never think of trying to manipulate that restaurant to get you your food faster. That's where that, you know, allowing peace comes in, which we will definitely talk about because that's a big one. Um, But yeah, so step one, choose your intention. Uh, Get as specific as you can when it comes to emotion. Uh, Sometimes it might help to put a time frame on it. I'm kind of of two minds with this because I feel like with certain types of brains, Setting a date makes it powerful and makes it strong and makes that intention that much more, uh, gives it so much more momentum. But other people, the date might just freak the crap out of them. So if if that's you, just don't put a date on it. Maybe give yourself six months or something like that. But um, for some people, it works very well. And for others, it doesn't. But yeah, it's whatever feels good to you as far as the date thing goes. A lot of people say, like, it's my intention to have this by blah, blah, blah. But honestly, if you're just working on releasing your resistance and feeling good, you won't need to put a date because it will happen as quickly as possible. So that will bring us into our next step in a little. But to revert back to step one, ask, choose, or set your intention. Let's talk about some practical ways that people can do this. So this would look like 
journaling, vision boarding, visualizing, speaking about it to other people, the right kind of people, not party poopers are going to poop on your dreams, the right kind of people. Um, This is like all the stuff that I go over in my manifesting masterclass. It's like the fun part where you get to set your intention and talk about how it's going to be and like imagine how good it's going to feel. That's all part of the asking and the setting of the intention. Um, Lindsay, what would you say your personal favorite way is to ask? Like if you were going to try and manifest something new today, how would you start doing it? Okay. So one of the biggest things that is so funny because I was going to talk about this anyway, you like have my brain or something, but I was going to telepathy. I know it's (laughs) crazy. Uh, one of the biggest things I do with my clients when we're deciding what we want them, not me, but we together are deciding what they want. I have them write what I call a narrative. Um, And what that is, is basically writing a future journal entry. Sometimes they date it, sometimes they don't. It's up to them if they want to, um, of what they have and how they feel about having it. And we always start it with, I am so, and then the adjective they want. So free, relieved, excited, happy, whatever that is that they want to feel. I am so blank, now that. And then they just go crazy with it. They they just like the the biggest dreams that they could possibly think of or the, the intentions that they want. And they just write it out. Um, and handwriting is super powerful because it's a direct tie to your subconscious, as I mentioned before. So writing it out like this is getting, uh, getting, it's like packing a punch for your intention. And then sometimes they read it, they read it and they start writing, writing all the way down to the bottom of the page. And they realize they're asking for things they didn't even know they want, but feels so good. Like, why didn't I think of that? Of course, these dream vacations or expanding their team if they own a business or, you know, having more than enough money. So the narrative is very powerful because it ties in the handwriting with your intention. And it also gets you into the subconscious to, to see, uh, what you actually are compatible with manifesting. Yeah. I really like that. I love writing personally. Like I usually go straight to my journal if I want to manifest anything new. So Mm -hmm. for example, since I just started doing hair again, part-time here in Columbus, uh, if I wanted to manifest more clients, which I always do when I'm starting like a new thing like this, is I'll go straight to my journal and be like, I love my clients. It feels so good to be busy every day. I really like helping nice people. I really love working with hair where people give me the freedom to do fun stuff. Like I say it all in affirmations as if it's already mm-hmm. happening because you're declaring to the universe that that's the way that you want it to be without saying that it's not already that way, which we can do a whole episode on how to do affirmations properly and how to fix them if they don't feel genuine and blah, blah, blah. But what we're getting at here is writing is a really powerful way to set your intentions and do it in the first person as if it's already happening in the present tense. Yep. That's the key. That is exactly, we do the same thing. How funny. I swear to God, you guys, we did not know this before. (laughs) I I knew you did journaling, but the fact that you do it in the same kind of way that I tell my clients is magnificent. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite ways. I mean, there's other ways to create things, but I just love journaling. That's one of my favorite. So moving on to step two, this is the most important step that where people get really stuck. (laughs) This is, I would say, the harder one because you might not always know exactly how to do it, but we're going to give you some insights today. So step number two to manifest anything you could ever want is you have to release your resistance, aka become a vibrational match to what you're asking for, aka align with what you want energetically. 
Would I you like it. to touch on this, Lindsay? I just yeah. see you shaking your head in agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so releasing resistance, aligning with what you want. For me, I always say aligning your mind because I deal with the mind. That's my thing. So to me, it's very easy to kind of put those, like equate it with this. Um, the energy you're putting out, you're always getting back. So when you're aligning the energy of your mind, your soul, your your energy with what you want, it will come to you. That's just the way it is. So we align our minds, we align our energy, we release the resistance, and we uh, part of that is taking inspired action. So the main piece to releasing resistance is to just not get anxious about it. So if you start feeling anxious or you find yourself getting apprehensive about, oh my God, what if it's not coming? Oh my gosh, what if, what if, what if? Immediately attach yourself back to that good feeling. Um, Gabby Bernstein, I believe, calls it the holy instant. Um, Abraham Hicks calls it something like uh, just stop paddling upstream and just go with the flow. Like you don't have to go completely positive. Just stop swimming upstream. Just allow yourself to just flow because at the end of downstream is where your prize is. It is not upstream. There's no prize upstream. Um, yeah. So it's just about, yeah, it's just about like taking that moment and just, okay, how can I feel good about this instead and going back to the good feelings? Yeah, I was going to say releasing resistance is less about what you do and more about what you need to stop doing in order to release the resistance. (laughs) So as soon as we come back from the break, we will give a lot of examples of how resistance manifests in your body, in your mind, in your beliefs, so that you can identify it and release it from there. Because if you don't know where the resistance is, you can't get rid of it, you know? So step one is to know the different ways that it shows up, which we will get into right after the break. Be right back. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. If you're serious about raising your vibration and feeling better, self-love is the fastest way to get there. Not only is it the best way to feel better, but it's also the fast track to manifesting all your desires. Kelsey Aida has created an entire online video course to walk you through the process so you can finally realize your divine perfection. High Vibe in it. Listeners can get a special enrollment discount with the code High Vibe. Visit RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com to get started on your self-love journey today. That's RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com. Do you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success? Do you feel like you're constantly in the cycle of trying, failing, and starting over again? If outdated limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, hypnosis might just be the tool you've been looking for. Go to lindsayrobinson.com for more info on how to get your subconscious and conscious mind working together to achieve your goals and align your mind with success. That's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y Robinson.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to High Vibe In It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, 
guys, it's Lindsay here. And before we went to break, we uh, were talking about step two on how to manifest anything, the foolproof method to manifesting anything. Step two, releasing resistance and aligning your mind. And we were just starting to talk about ways that resistance can show up and how to kick it in the ass. So Kelsey, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So resistance can be pretty sneaky, like how we were saying <laughs> before break. So it's good to be able to recognize resistance. Basically, if your manifestation isn't coming almost automatically, as in time-wise, then you probably have some type of resistance that you need to release. Because if you didn't have any resistance, then it would come like that, like so fast. Like you actually would not need patience if you didn't have any type of resistance anywhere. So ways that resistance shows up, popular ways, I should say, because there's like a million, but here are a few of the more popular ones. Beliefs, and by beliefs, I mean limiting beliefs. So if you want something, but you have a lot of limiting beliefs about it, you're going to have resistance. Any type of stress, anxiety, tension in the body, in your energy, that is literally the biggest indicator that you have resistance. So releasing that resistance would look like, I don't know, spending more time in nature, taking a bath, breathing the stress away, um, getting rid of the stressors that are in your life, you know, taking care of it on a 3D level, like whatever it is. Um, trauma can be a really hidden factor in manifesting things because sometimes you think, well, I've been wanting this. I don't have any resistance around it, but maybe something happened to you as a child that kind of traumatized you. And so it's blocking you from getting the thing that you want. Another way that we can have resistance is if we feel unworthy, like we don't deserve the thing that we're asking for on any type of level. It could even be subconscious. Um, and then conflicting desires also, because a lot of times you think you want something but there could be another part of you that actually doesn't want it. And I'm going to give a real world example of this. When I was manifesting my current relationship, I really thought that I wanted to be in love. I'm like this hopeless romantic. Like when I see people getting married, I'm like, yay! I'm just like one of those people that's all about love and romance. And so I really wanted this relationship. I did all the journaling. I set all the intentions. I was manifesting. I was loving myself, becoming a, a vibrational match, blah, blah, blah. And I realized one day I was like, where is my resistance? Because it's not happening yet. And I know I want it. And so I did a little scan and I like kind of asked all the parts of myself, like, are there any parts here present in my mind, in my personality that actually don't want this relationship right now? And a couple of my parts were like me, they raised their hand and they were like, well, we kind of like being single because you have a lot of free time. You don't have to make any compromises. Like it's nice to not have to check in on someone all the time. It's nice to have this freedom to do whatever you want. So like, even though I thought that's what I really wanted, there were parts of me that weren't on board. So if all your parts aren't on board with what you want, that's also going to cause resistance. So I want to jump in real quick. So obviously being a hypnotherapist, this is what I deal with. So limiting beliefs, unworthiness, which I would say is probably a limiting belief, having some unworthiness, undeserving issues, but it's good that we separate them because unworthiness deserves its own category with how common it is. But for instance, when I do hypnosis with people, um, that's where we go. We find limiting beliefs in the subconscious mind and they make themselves known pretty apparently. So were you journaling? You said when you were finding these parts of you? Yeah. I was how, journaling. how did you discover in a journaling um, scenario how, which parts of you 
Were you just writing and you found yourself writing these things? Well, I literally just asked the question on paper. Are there any parts of me that are not on board with this manifestation? Or is there any reason why I wouldn't want this right now? And then those reasons came out from those different parts that weren't the part that's all exciting. Where were the parts you know? like your right leg or your pinky? <laughs> well, when I say parts, I mean like <laughs> parts of my personality. Like yeah. I like to separate myself into lots of different beings. So there's like anxious Kelsey and then there's like manifestation queen Kelsey yeah. and then there's inner child Kelsey. And so maybe one part is not ready or not desiring what the other part is wanting. So you got to get all your parts on board first. I, before I bring you attention can- to that. No, that's, that's absolutely perfect. I bring attention to that because we, me and you are so alike in some ways, but this is one of the ways that we are not alike at all. Because when I think of myself, I'm like, I'm just me. Well, maybe me and then my my soul, but I feel like we work together cohesively. I don't feel like there's different parts to me. And so when you say like different parts, I'm like, uh, different aspects, I guess, is what I would get on aspects. board with. Different, different yeah. aspects, different, you know, and, and it's the same idea. Like I 100% know and believe that people have, as you would say, parts of them that aren't on board or in line with with what they want. To me, that's that's all in the subconscious. Everything that goes against what you consciously want is in the subconscious. Um, your limiting beliefs, your unworthiness, and those parts that really like, see, I said parts. I said it. Parts. <laughs> You're converting. <laughs> I'm converting. Those parts of you that that like things the way they are. And that that's definitely part of the subconscious programming because your subconscious just wants to keep you safe. So if what your intention is, is to be rich and famous or at least to have more money than you're used to, immediately your subconscious is going to question that because it's not it's never seen that before it doesn't know what that looks like how dangerous is this it doesn't matter if consciously it's a good thing or a bad thing your subconscious immediately sees anything that it has not experienced before and can't reference as danger so that's the first thing i guess we probably should have covered that in the first one <laughs> the first step but it's whatever better late than never um keep that in mind when you're writing your intention just because you find resistance doesn't mean that it's not meant for you it doesn't mean that this isn't something you can easily overcome and achieve it just means that your wonderful perfectly functioning subconscious mind is protecting you in the only way that it knows how and that is usually keeping you bored or stuck or uh quote comfortable with what it's used to so that's all i had to say about that <laughs> word i like word it dog. Yeah, I'm so glad we're talking about resistance today. And I wish we had like a million hours to talk about it on it. Because honestly, this is the missing part. There's so much information out there about the law of attraction and manifesting, but people don't talk enough about how we hold resistance and how to let the resistance go. Like even Abraham Hicks will tell you, Oh, just feel good. Just raise your vibration. Okay, yeah. But sometimes there are things that are in the way to doing that. Yes. You know? And on a human level, we have to kind of get in there and tinker around and see what it is, like, like how you're saying, diving into, into the subconscious mind. Whoa, I cannot talk when I get too excited, you guys. <laughs> diving into the subconscious mind and figuring out where that resistance is hiding. I would call that shadow work, like diving into the deep parts of your soul and finding what are some things that need to be brought to light and brought to my attention, which brings me to our next point, which is how do you release resistance? Well, it depends what type of resistance you have. First, you have to identify it. But a lot of times, just identifying the resistance is enough to let it go. Like going back to my example of when I wanted this relationship and there were aspects of me that weren't on board, as soon as I saw that, it wasn't a problem anymore. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like they were resisting anymore because I was hearing them and understanding them and I saw 
what everything and everyone inside of me wanted. And then it became like, oh, that's all. It, that's all it was. And then I was able to kind of release the resistance just by looking at it. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the best ways to find because sometimes we don't like you said, we don't know if we have resistance and it shows up sneakily and it's very stealthy. So if you don't know if you have resistance and you're wondering where it is or, or, or where it's coming from, ask yourself the question. It's perfect. You can journal it. You can even sit in a meditation and say, why would it be scary or negative to have this thing? Let's just let's just play with it. Let's just see what happens, what comes out without judging. Number one, do not judge yourself for what comes up. We are just observing. We are um, acknowledging and we're just getting information. It's all information. So uh, why would it be a, a good idea to stay where I am? Why is it a bad idea to have what I want? And then once you know, you can begin to move through it or overcome it. Sometimes with the help of a coach or hypnotherapist, or sometimes just doing a lot of inner work and just, you know, figuring it out on your own. You can do this. This is so amazing when you finally realize you are in control and you can do it. Yeah, I think it's really good to work with the professional. So if you're someone who's listening yeah. and you're like, yeah, I don't really know where my resistance is, but I know that I probably have some. Otherwise, my manifestation probably would have already come at this point. And you wouldn't be listening to this podcast and right now. wouldn't be listening. No wouldn't need to know how to learn. Exactly. <laughs> then reach out to Lindsay because she is like the subconscious like gold digger and she will get in there and figure <laughs> out like what is wrong. Okay. I've never been described as a subconscious gold digger. Well, now life, you are. But I love it. So that's your title. (laughs) Or you can wait another couple months until I finally finish the book that I've been working on, which is literally titled Why the Law of Attraction Works for Some People But Not You. And every chapter is a way that we unknowingly hold on to resistance and what to do about it. Because manifesting is so easy and so natural, but it's not if you can't identify your resistance and you can't let go of the resistance. Yeah, that's where everyone gets stuck. They're like, why isn't this working for me? It's so simple. I just ask yeah. the receipt, blah, blah, blah. What the we F? Help you. Yeah, we absolutely are here to help you. If nothing else, this is just a platform for us to get our message out that we are here. We're, we're, we're on board. We want you to get what you want. Step three. Yeah. And if you're really new to this, like enroll in one of our programs. I have a class literally called Manifesting Masterclass. And when you enroll as a bonus, you get a bunch of Lindsay's pre-recorded hypnosis audios that you can like program your mind with. Um, You can work with Lindsay one-on-one. That's an amazing way to start manifesting your desires. So yeah, just know that you have more resources to dive really deep into this. You don't just have to be limited to one hour a week on this show to get all of our knowledge and advice on these topics yeah we gotta go to step three what's step three? Ooh, step three step okay three is the best one. Want me to say it? step three is the best one everyone's favorite part which is to receive what you've asked for <laughs> that's everyone her, she's doing cheerleader moves right now and i'm living <laughs> for it um i am i'm like receive with an r yeah oh my gosh <laughs> but but part of that receiving, guys, is to recognize when it comes. Do not, you're going to want to, but don't replay those old records, those outdated records of what happened before when you thought this was what it was and it wasn't. Receive, acknowledge, recognize it when it comes, and just allow yourself to celebrate and be proud that you made it happen. And allow yourself to show gratitude to yourself and your efforts and all the hard work that you did because it's paying off. It always pays off. You got it. Yes. Another word for this step, step number three to receive would also be to allow. A lot of times when our manifestations start to materialize, we don't allow them 
because we are not sure that it's really real this time. We don't feel deserving. This goes back to releasing your resistance. So if you release your resistance, you will be in an allowing state and you'll be able to allow the manifestation. But yeah, I just wanted to make that really clear. So step three is to receive and allow. And when we come back from the commercial break. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you're serious about raising your vibration and feeling better, self-love is the fastest way to get there. Not only is it the best way to feel better, but it's also the fast track to manifesting all your desires. Kelsey Aida has created an entire online video course to walk you through the process so you can finally realize your divine perfection. High Vibe in it. Listeners can get a special enrollment discount with the code High Vibe. Visit RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com to get started on your self-love journey today. That's RadicalSelfLoveCourse.com. Do you feel like there's something in your mind holding you back from your vision of success? Do you feel like you're constantly in the cycle of trying, failing, and starting over again? If outdated limiting beliefs are keeping you stuck, hypnosis might just be the tool you've been looking for. Go to lindsayrobinson.com for more info on how to get your subconscious and conscious mind working together to achieve your goals and align your mind with success. That's L-Y-N-N-S-E-Y Robinson.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to High Vibe In It with Kelsey Aida and Lindsay Robinson. Check into the show today by calling into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to show at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello. We are back. So we're going to elaborate on what it means to receive. And if you are listening to the replay, then welcome back. And we are talking about receiving. So, Lindsay, can you give us some examples of times when you received a manifestation and you were able to kind of recognize it, like how you're saying? Uh, yeah. I mean, I have probably equal experiences with it when I was – I'm very – I try to be very, like, conscious of – ironically conscious of what I am bringing into my life, but not always. So um, the most recent and probably the most dramatic – I mean, there's relationships in high school that didn't work out that now I'm like, oh my God, I'm so, thank you, universe. Like, I cannot imagine <laughs> if that worked out the way I thought I wanted it to work out. Um, so I know there were, as you would say, parts of me that were probably manifesting uh, under the radar to what actually would be better for me. And I know everybody listening has something like that that immediately comes to their mind where it was like, oh yeah, I'm glad this thing didn't work out that way. Or um, I know that this happened because of, of me or, or, you know, there's no coincidence that this happened and I just happened to want it. It's just too perfect. So the most dramatic one is for me is probably my, the house that I'm in now, because, uh, we lived in, me and my husband lived in LA for 10 years, 11 years. We had a child, we were, had a, a, a second one, a brand new second boy. And we were living in this two bedroom 
cracker box in Los Angeles and the rent was ridiculous. And it just, we, we outgrew it metaphorically and physically. We could not fit anything else in this apartment. So we were in the market, you know, for, for a house and, um, didn't really know where we were going to go, but we had a feeling that Nevada was probably an idea. I'm in Vegas, spoiler alert, by the way, but, um, it ends well. Don't worry. The story's great, but I, we didn't know where we we're going to go and we were looking around and we we're like, no, this doesn't fit. And this doesn't just, nothing feels good about it. And it was like a year and a half or something. And I passively told my husband one night, you know, it'd be really nice to have, uh, that's a great way to phrase intentions, by the way. It'll be, it'd be so nice if, um, <laughs> that in a sarcastic tone, but no, no, definitely. Oh yeah. That'd be nice. No, not like that. Nice. But I, yeah, but sarcasm, no sarcasm. I said to my husband, you know, it'd be so, so nice if I, if in our next house or in the house that we stay in, there's a grapevine because there's a house across the street in LA that had one and it was so cute. It had a little like trellis or whatever where the grapes would grow and it just shaded the, the area beautifully. And I was just like, I want one. I want a grapevine. That's amazing. Um, and you know, a couple, few more months went by and I got, we got, we ended up getting this house. It just felt right, but we had not seen the house. We just saw pictures. Um, it was a, it's a family, someone in my family knew the house. So we, uh, saw pictures. We got here, we looked around. It was amazing. It was wonderful. The carpet matched my branding for my business at the time. Like the carpet, I don't, it's, it's, it doesn't anymore. But at the time when I moved in, it was the exact shade of my branding. And I was like, okay, well, that's weird. First of all, it's like this turquoise blue color. Um, and then I look out the kitchen window, Kelsey, guess what was out the kitchen window? What was a it? Grapevine. <laughs> I got a grapevine and I was so, so happy. And I was like, okay, confirmation. This is it. Um, Kelsey and I have talked before about manifesting. We're both terrible at being, at at accepting the signs we get from the universe. We need more and more and more and raise your hand if that's you probably. Um, but I, in that moment, I knew that that was it. Cause that's so random. I mean, come on. I'm in Nevada. I have a grapevine. (laughs) I don't know if that's common, but I don't think it is. (laughs) It was pretty amazing. And that's kind of, I knew in that moment, like it was because of my intention and it was because of what because I was very clear about what I wanted and I got it. And I, I love this house. I love my office and my kids have more than enough room. There are three of them now and they have so much room to be kids and it's amazing. Um, what's yours? What's your favorite one? I love the headphone story, but we already talked about that one. So give me another one. Yeah, that's like a basic one. More <laughs> big manifestation. Not that anything is bigger or smaller to manifest that in itself is a limiting belief, but you know what I mean? Something a little more important than some headphones. I would say my romantic partner that I'm with now, um, that's like a pretty big one. And it's been so interesting because every time I get too attached to the outcome of us being together long-term, um, the relationship gets a little less easy, a little more turbulent. And every time I release any resistance within myself, it flows perfectly. So yeah. like there was even a time where I was so in such resistance, even after he came, that we ended up separating for a month. And as soon as I let go of my resistance, he came back and we came together. So... <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Here's here's an important question that touches on that. That's amazing, by the way, but it it begs the question, can the law of attraction, I already know, by the way, but they don't, can the law of attraction um, manipulate or manifest feelings in someone else? Okay. 
<laughs> this is a great question, and I'm very opinionated about it. On my blog, my least popular blog post that everybody hates is called How Not to Manifest a Specific Person because I do not believe that you should try and manipulate someone or spell someone or try to use the law of attraction on someone to Great. get them to want to be with you because everybody has free will if you're manifesting to be with someone and they're manifesting to be with you simultaneously then you will end up together but you should never manipulate someone or try to use spells or magic or energy to make them be with you if they don't want to be with you or hypnosis like that's basically black magic which we won't get into I don't do it Um, you shouldn't either (laughs) it's not a great idea Um, but honestly also why would you want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you why would you want to be with someone who you have to like manipulate into staying first of all that's like some self-esteem issues you got going on there so you have bigger issues than a relationship at that point you need to work on loving yourself if you're really trying that hard to be with one specific person and I get it too from the other perspective there are people who we have such amazing connections with that when they leave it hurts so bad that the only thing that you can think would be better is if they come back Mm -hmm. but if they leave and they don't come back then there actually is someone better out there for you that you haven't met yet and there are billions of people on this planet so to limit the universe to just bringing you one person Mm -hmm. is not a great idea because you could be stuck waiting a long time or possibly forever because you're saying universe this is what I want and this is the package that I want it to come in when you could like more powerful more powerfully that's what I'm trying to say more powerfully be saying I want to feel this way bring me whichever person is going to deliver that the best. I'm not going to be about the who because it's not your job in the law of attraction to figure out how you're going to get what you want. If you're saying it has to be from this person, then you're saying that's the how. That's how I'm going to get what I want. But you don't know. The universe is much bigger and broader and more powerful than you. And it knows who would be best for you if you set your intention to manifest who would be best for you. Yeah. So instead of trying to spell someone into being in love with you, be open to the who, not how you're going to feel in the partnership. And even if you succeed in manipulating someone to be with you, it is not, it's temporary at best. If it even does work. Um, I've, I, I just don't go there. So I don't even know, but if I, I I don't think it's something that can last. It just can't because we're we're people and we have free will and you wouldn't want someone to do that to you. So hopefully hopefully that's not even like anybody's intention. But um I wanted to touch on it because I get asked all the time, can hypnosis bring this person to me or can you know can I do this with him and I'm like well I don't know but not with me you can't because I don't do that stuff. <laughs> we I don't do that stuff. with your stuff and that's all I can do um but anyway yeah that's that, I'm glad that we talked about that um it yeah. sounds like we should do a whole episode on manifesting relationships <laughs> I know. that's one of the biggest things that people want to manifest because everyone yeah. wants romantic uh love and this that's their soulmate right everybody wants that but we'll have to touch on that on another episode but in the meantime we really are leaving you this time you guys so if you're gonna miss us all this week don't miss us too hard just go to our websites lindsayrobinson.com or kelseyaida.com we have articles on articles about manifesting the steps how to release resistance how not to manifest about it yeah i know know you have a worksheet 
I mm-hmm. have uh, how to do affirmations in a way that work. And I think I also have a five minute gratitude practice, which is amazing for just showing gratitude for what you already have. And it'll bring other things to you even faster. Um, get on our email list so you can keep up with us and the show. We love you. And thank you for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of High Vibe In It. Be sure to join Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida for another great program next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We can't wait to have you join us again soon.